three goal achievement strategies, how to make successful new year resolutions. The new year is a time to reflect, renew and reset. Most of the people set their goals for the year as new year resolutions. This year, one of my friends that told me that she has stopped making new year resolution because she's heard that 80% of the resolutions fail according to the research. What a waste of such a great opportunity to start the new year with intention and excitement. So we have two choices. Either we can stop making the resolutions, just like Dr. Rosina's friend, or we can make them in a better way so that we can follow them. So I decided to use three powerful tools for successful goals that help me. What helps me may help you too. Would you like to learn? Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind. If this is the first time you're joining us, my name is Dr. Rosina. I specialize in treatment of stress, anxiety, and depression. Over the last 20 years, I have been serving as a medical doctor specializing in psychiatry, a best-selling author, and a transformative speaker. I believe that a lot of suffering could be prevented by simple mind training. Therefore, I started this program where we share practical tips for your mental fitness so you don't have to suffer unnecessarily. The purpose of this program is educational and therefore I would recommend to consult your healthcare professional for any treatment advice. Our mission is to bring health and happiness to more than a million people. So if you find value, please share, like, and subscribe so more people could live happier and healthier life. In this interview and live question and answer session, we will be discussing three goal achievement strategies, how to make successful New Year resolutions, and why most New Year resolutions fail. Would you like to learn with us? Please give us a thumbs up in the comments below. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I'm sure you'll learn a lot from today's session. I'm your host, Dr. Millie, and with me today is Dr. Rezina Rakhani. Hello, Dr. Rezina. Hi. Dr. Rosina Lakhani has been helping people with anxiety, stress, and depression for the past 20 years as a medical doctor specializing in psychiatry. She's also a clinical professor at University of Washington, author of the best-selling book and a transformative speaker. If you are joining us live, and if you have any questions, please feel free to ask them by putting them in the comments below, and we'll try our best to respond to your questions. If you would like to get the resources shared during the program, send joyful to 38470 and we'll be more than happy to send you the resources and reminders for future programs. If you're watching us from outside US, you can still get all the resources shared during the program on our Facebook page, which is Happy and Healthy Mind with Dr. Rosina. So today we will be discussing three goal achievement strategies and uh, why most of the new year resolutions fail and how to make successful new year resolutions. So before I start asking Dr. Rosina, I would like to ask our audience, did you make any new year resolutions? Please let us know in the comments. We would love to hear from you. So Dr. Rosina, what do you think? Why most of the new year resolutions fail? Because many times people just say that they are making those New Year resolutions, 
but they don't have any commitment for it. So when you don't have any commitment, you're just thinking about it once a year and you're forgetting for the whole year and you only look at them at the end of the year <laughs> and try to make new re resolution, it doesn't get the follow through. I totally agree, Dr. Rosina. We make a lot of goals, but most of the time we just abandon them. So what do you think, how to successfully each achieve our goals? So there are many ways you can make the goals more achievable and more successful. And we won't be able to go into detail of everything, but I'm going to share three tools that I find very powerful. And I'm going to be sharing the purpose, the vision, the micro commitment. But before we go into the details of that, uh, I want to kind of clarify that a lot of times we hear the concept of SMART goals. And SMART goal is a great idea for making a goal more achievable. So SMART uh, represents being more specific, measurable, achievable, reasonable, and time-specific. And so, but sometimes it is hard to use the SMART goals for process goals, which is different than the end goals. Dr. Zina, how is process goal different from end goal? Let me use this example. Okay, so everybody want to lose weight at the beginning of the year, right? Exactly. And so yeah. so um, I, I also have the goal of losing weight. When you say, okay, I want to lose weight, it's very generic and it doesn't have the power to help you achieve it. To change it into a SMART goal, you can say, okay, I want to lose 35 pounds by end of 2021. Okay, so this is more specific, how much pound you want to lose. It is more measurable. You can measure it if you were able to achieve it or not. It's achievable, it's reasonable, and it has time specific. So you can change that goal. This goal has an end to it, right? But then let's say you have a goal of, being healthy every day or living a healthy lifestyle. Now, this is a process goal. You know, that is something you have to practice every day. There's no end to it. Every day is a new day and it's a process that continues. So people have sometimes hard time putting the SMART goal to a more process goal. And one of the techniques that I'm going to share later would help you to use this concept of making them SMART yet focusing on more process goal and purpose goals. Um, thank you, Dr. Zina. Can you walk us through some of the tools which will help our audience to achieve their goals successfully? Sure. So the first one is to know why. Okay, so we call it purpose. Without purpose, many times you say, okay, I want to go somewhere. Where you want to go? You know, you have to have and, and why you want to go somewhere becomes more important sometimes because without knowing why you don't have that passion, that compassion behind your goal. Let's pick a goal. You have a goal of creating a business, okay? And so you say, okay, I want to create a business of selling marijuana because marijuana is making a lot of money. It's a really hypey business and it would earn me a lot of money and it would give me the goal of getting the money and building a business. But if that is not in alignment with your purpose and your purpose in life, so my purpose in life and my value system is totally against using these drugs. And so if my inner value system is against my goal, even if I do achieve that goal, I would not feel good. So 
you need to clarify why you want to achieve a goal and is it in alignment with your purpose and value system in life? We did one program in past with uh, Michelle de Souza mm -hmm. when she shared her story of how she became really successful in marketing industry. And, uh, but then she realized that, you know, with her marketing, every time her marketing campaign ran, the gambling rates increased in that community because they were doing such a successful marketing program. But then she said, okay, that's not my purpose in life. I don't want to be creating products that would give me success, but create ill in the society. And so she was not happy and she needed to change her direction of where you want to go. So create finding why you want to achieve a certain goal. And if that goal is in alignment with your overall purpose in life, overall uh, direction and value system in life. Thank you, Dr. Zina. What kind of result people will get when their goal is in alignment with the purpose? So you will feel happy when you achieve it. You, you won't feel, you know, loss of direction after achieving it. So it gives you the fuel because then it is comprised with the compassion that you have in you. So even simple goals like, you know, that people uh, create of losing weight, let's say. So when you have the purpose clearly defined, okay, uh, my purpose in life is to serve others, let's say. To be able to serve others, I need to be healthy and happy. If I'm not healthy and happy, then I won't be able to serve others. So to be able to stay happy and healthy, I want to achieve optimum health and weight is one of the measurable component of being healthy. And therefore, when I set up a goal of being certain weight, it is in alignment with my purpose of being healthy, living with optimum health and happiness. Thank you, Dr. Razina. What can people do to achieve it? So again, as I said, like, you know, when you are setting up the goal for 2021 or any time of the year, think about why you want to achieve it. And if it is in alignment with your purpose, and that would give this power to your goals. So go ahead and think about one of the goals you have. So I ask the audience who are listening, please go ahead and share with us, identify one goal that you have for this year and write down why you want to achieve that goal. So while people are answering, Millie, why don't you share what is one of your goals this year and why do you want to achieve that? So this year I'm planning to eat more healthy food. I just love junk and I eat a lot of junk. Even when my nephew and niece, they come to my place, they get so happy because they know that their aunt will give them a lot of junk. <laughs> yeah, they even tell me that, thank you. They call me Chachi, which means aunt. So they, they tell me, thank you, Chachi, for all the junk. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, and my, my nephew is just three years old, but they, they get so happy when they're here. So yes, one of my goals is to start eating healthy and exercise more. And the purpose is that I have realized that it's very, for your mental health, being physically healthy is very important. And if you are not mentally healthy, obviously you cannot function properly. So that is my goal. So let's see what happens. 
Wonderful. Yeah, because now you have a purpose associated with it. You want to have optimum mental health. It would give you, give your goal better chances of being successful this year. All right. So let's move on to the next. Yeah, and Cindy is saying that it's good mindset. And Shahar Bano is saying, finish all my work for the day, every day, so that it does not pile up. That's wonderful. Wonderful. So as we discussed the first tool, why don't you tell our audience about the second tool? So the second tool is kind of a second step of once you identify the purpose, why you want to achieve certain thing, now you need to make it real. Because a lot of times people think about a goal that's their desire, okay? But then in their mind, that desire is not achievable. So let's say I want to be 115 pounds, okay? And I am 151 pounds. So for me to think, okay, I could be 115, sometimes feel like, you know, maybe it's not achievable. I hear people say, oh, they lost 100 pounds, they lost 50 pounds, but I've been trying, I've tried many different diets and I have maybe able to lose five or seven pounds. I haven't been able to lose more than that. So sometimes it feels unachievable. And if your mind thinks that it is not achievable, it would come up with the reasons of why it would not be achieved. And so then it takes away the power of your goal. You may say it, but it doesn't have any power. So the second technique that you can do is to make it more powerful is to make it as real as possible. And so a lot of times have people do affirmation and visualization. Have you ever heard the concept of vision board or do you make vision board? I'll ask the audience too. Have you ever made a vision board? I haven't, but I read, read it somewhere. I would love to know more about it from you. So a vision board is where you put either the pictures or the words that symbolizes what you want to achieve so that you can see it in your mind's eye, how it would be when you are able to achieve that. Okay. So it's a very powerful tool. And basically the concept it is utilizing is that our brain doesn't know many times what is, what it actually is and what you are imagining. So if let's say I want to be 115 pounds, I need to use the affirmation. You know, some people say, okay, you can go ahead and tell yourself daily several times, I am 115 pounds, I'm 115 pounds, I'm 115 pounds. Even more powerful tool than that is called visualization, where you can actually see in your brain's eye that you have achieved that goal. So I can visualize how it feels when I will be 115 pounds. You know, I'll be energetic and I'll be uh, walking and I'll feel good when I'm giving these talks or, you know, or in these clothes. So you can visualize. The more you visualize, the more clear it becomes for your brain what your goal is and your likelihood of achieving that goal increases. A lot of, you know, people in sports, they utilize visualization to figure out what they're going to do in the game. And that leads to success. One problem that I faced when I was trying to do that was that when I would say, I'm 115 pounds, but my machine says 151 pounds, it doesn't match. And when it doesn't match, then my mind shuts it down and it loses the power of visualization. So I came up with a little twist in it and I say, 
I am grateful in advance that I am 115 pounds. When I do that, then my mind doesn't question, right? So like, you know, if I say to my mind, I'm 115 pounds, my mind says, you cheat, you liar. But when I say I'm grateful in advance that I'm 115 pounds, then my mind doesn't question. And I can easily visualize as if I have achieved this goal. And that makes this goal much more powerful. Thank you, Dr. Zina. You mentioned visualization and advanced gratitude. And so why is advanced gratitude important? As I was saying that, you know, and it's a kind of a little different concept. So let me just explain a little bit. You go to a grocery store, you pay the money and then take the groceries home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't say I'm going to take the grocery grocery home. I'm going to eat. And if when I like it, then I'm going to come and pay you the money. Right? No, don't do that. Yeah. You you pay the money in advance. Mm-hmm. But when we are thanking God for something, we only say thank you after He has given us what we want. Right? Yes. What if we give the thanks in advance, expecting that you're going to get that result? So that is the concept of advanced gratitude. And I think it is very important, especially for people who are more logical and rational. I have a kind of a logical mind, so it is hard for me to do an affirmation and visualization and saying something that is not there. So I was not able to say I'm 115 pounds because it's not there. But when I say I am grateful in advance that I'm 115 pounds, then my mind is able to accept. And then I can use the power of this powerful concept of visualization or vision board. So I call it visualization with advanced gratitude. Let's ask the audience if if this makes sense and if they can change their goal into an advanced gratitude statement and share with us. So if you're listening, please go ahead and write in the comment section, what is your goal, one goal, and change it into an advanced gratitude statement. You can say, I'm grateful in advance that, and write down your goal as if you have already achieved it. And while people are doing this, Millie, why don't you change your goal for for this year into an advanced gratitude and share with us? If I change it to advanced gratitude, it will be like, if I visualize it, I'll be functioning much more better than I am right now. Especially, I told you that I one of my goals is to get up early in the morning and I'm studying for my exams. So, you know, my productivity will increase. So if I visualize this, that if I get up early in the morning and I'm more productive throughout the day and, you know, my assessment scores, they'll go up. So if I visualize this this in advance, so I think in that way, I'll be able to work more on my goal and achieve it successfully. Let me give you this suggestion. So after the program, you know, you can't write it right now, but I'm asking people to write it. You can write, I am grateful in advance that I am waking up early every morning. I am being productive and I have achieved the best results in my exam. So you are actually saying it in present tense as if you have already achieved it. Yeah. That's right. Wonderful. Yeah. 
So Cindy is saying makes great sense and has already changed my approach. Nice. And Cindy is also telling you that you would look better at 130 than 115. All right. Thank you, Cindy, for the advice. Um, well, Jalal also shared his goal with us, which is to master skills in playing sitar, uh, which is an Indian instrument. That's wonderful. Yeah. So for you, I would say visualize that you are playing beautifully and people are appreciating and you are enjoying it. So you want to visualize that and you want to write down, I'm grateful in advance that I am playing. And maybe if you can pick up one performance on stage or something like that, but you can visualize that you're performing and people are appreciating, it would even give more spice to your goal. Thank you, Dr. Zina. So our first tool was to verbalize our goals the second and purpose yeah and the second one was to visualize and advance gratitude what is the next one the third one the third one i call micro commitment and it was shared by one of my coach and we had his interview a few weeks back so you can check derek depker he teaches the concept of micro commitment and you know a lot of other people have also talked about it but he kind of really brought that point to my understanding and so one of the things that we have seen both are in our lives and in our practices is that people make goal all right so this is a big goal for me now for this big goal, and if I just leave the goal as is, then it just stays something written, okay? It's, it doesn't actualize. So to actualize, we have to identify where we are and when, where we want to go, all right? So when I, so that I call it creating a pathway, okay? So my pathway is, okay, so I am here at 151 pounds and my end point is 115 pounds. So there, there has to be a pathway. And there are a lot of things that I had to do to reach that path, uh, that end point, right? I need to eat properly. I need to exercise. I need to manage my time. I need to manage my stress. And so there are so many things that I have to do to achieve that final destination. Sometimes it becomes overwhelming, right? And so a lot of times people make this huge goal and they even do this pathway and then they become overwhelmed because there's so many things that need to be done. So what can help you is to create micro commitments. So first you have identified why you want to do, you have visualized how it would feel when you reach that destination, then you create the pathway and on this pathway, create small achievable goals. So instead of saying, um, well, you, you want to keep that like, you know, shining star, North star, where you want to go, but then on the path, you want to create smaller goals. And so the smaller goal may be, okay, I'm going to start exercising 30 minutes a day. I'm going to do this nutritional change. I'm doing well, we discussed about it last week, and I'm proud to say that I finished the detox that Dr. Vesna shared in her last program, and today is my 10th day. So, yeah, That's amazing. So, so, you set the smaller goals and you celebrate those goals. And even from that, you can make smaller micro commitments. Every day is a new day. So every day you can make a smaller commitment. And like Derek says, can I just 
this is too much and there's too overwhelming to think everything but can i just for today drink five bottles of water or can i just for today eat only plant-based food or can i just today do this 30-minute exercise when you break this big goal into smaller goals and to this smaller micro commitment where you say can i just it becomes easier so let me ask you Millie, would it be easier if you say can i just today wake up early yes it's it's much easier if if i think about i have to get up early for the rest of the year i'll be like uh that's that's a bit tough but if i just think for one day yeah it It'd sounds be- much easier yeah right and so that would be your tip to once you identify the goal and visualize it make a pathway make smaller goals and then focus on this one micro commitment at a time and one practice that would really help you with these micro commitments is your daily journaling practice and so you know how we have been i always promote journaling practice and we have the guided gratitude journal for people to to write their gratitude for the daily daily gratitude and let me just show you one thing in the guided gratitude journal in addition to writing your daily gratitude i have created this space for people to doodle or to make charts or diagram or checklist whatever you want to do but what that does is if you have a daily practice and you have identified your goal then every day you can make your micro commitment and then you can draw or put the pictures over there in that space for you to keep reminding what your goal is where you want to go you celebrate your success with each step and you will see that you will become one of those people who make successful goals this year rather than people who fail to achieve their goals thank you dr zina jalal is saying that i am grateful in advance that i am getting time to practice and improving my skills of playing sitar wonderful wonderful and we would also like to ask our audience what uh, next micro commitment are they planning to take today all right so everybody please go ahead and put in that comment even when you are listening to the recording put in that comment because that establishes your commitment and that would increase your chances of successfully achieving the goal okay zina as you said that if we want to achieve our goals successfully we need to visualize them and we need to make this vision board and you know set the path with micro commitments so we need to do all these steps does this apply to our new year resolutions as well yeah so like you know pick and sometimes people do mistake of making like you know 10 resolutions just pick three resolutions or maximum five or seven because our brain cannot handle more than seven things at the same time but make your resolution your goals and then write them down and keep it in a visible place where you can refer day after day and then when you're writing your gratitude journal daily write down part of that goal that you are achieving and make those micro commitments so it can keep reminding you every day and that would increase your chances of having a successful year thank you dr zina and what will happen if people don't make a uh, par goals the life will keep passing by 
And at some point in, in time, it's like, oh my God, you know, I wished I had done this or that. So you don't have to wait till you regret. Start doing it right now so you can design your life intentionally. Not tied to exactly how it's going to go, but having that intention and then allowing on the path for some adjustments. Because once you know your goal, then even if you have to take the detour, you can come closer and go closer to your goal. That's amazing. Thank you. And what will happen if they make power goals? You will be happy and healthy and live your best life. Thank you, Dr. Zina. Uh, thank you for the wonderful session. Uh, Dr. Zina, would you like to give any take-home message? Each day of life is a blessing. Make it the best way. Like I was hearing somebody saying that your life is like a book okay, where you are the author of your story. Write a wise story. Make every day count. Thank you, Dr. Rosina, and thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll uh, finish today's program with one of Dr. Rosina's specials. Dr. Rosina, let's end today's program with one of your specials. Sure. So I'm really excited for the today's special, and I call it Worry Wish Technique. And so yesterday, there was somebody, a friend who called and was having worrying about something. She wanted to do something, but she was also worried of not being able to achieve or things not going according to her desire. And that was depriving her of being able to enjoy. So I shared this technique with her and I've shared it with many of my patients and my program attendees, and it helps a lot. So it would help you if you also worry about certain things, try to apply this technique to shift your worry thoughts. All right, so to do that, what you want to do is First, write down what you're worried about. Because a lot of times when you're worried about something, that thought keeps on going on and on and on. And many times, intentionally, uh, people who are well-wishers, they say, okay, stop worrying. Okay. Stop worrying. But your mind keeps on going on and on. So you need to find a different way of stop worrying. Right. And uh, we shared the crossroad techniques in the previous program. You can apply that. And then you can apply this technique too. And so what you want to do is write down your worry. My friend who was talking to me yesterday said, I'm so afraid to even say it because, you know, people say don't say the bad things because otherwise it may happen. But what, what was happening with her was because she was not verbalizing what her worry was, she was suppressing it and it was boiling again and again inside her. All right. So first thing you want to do is you write down, I am worried that. So let's take the example of a person who, who is worried that they would uh, fail a job interview. Okay. All right? So you write down, I am worried that I would, I would fail or I would perform poorly in my, in my interview and would not get this job. All right? So after you write down your worry, you want to change it into wish. And so the wish is the opposite of your worry. So for this example, this person can say, I wish that I perform really well in my interview and I get this job, right? So you shifted the worry to wish. wish. Okay. Third step is that you change that wish to 
a vision, like we just talked about visualizing with an advanced gratitude. So you say, I am happy and grateful in advance that I did wonderful in this interview and I am enjoying the best job I could have had. All right. And once you're done with that, you do a fourth step. Again, what we talked about micro commitment, you choose the very next task you can do to achieve this goal. So you write down, I am going to research about this company so I can share how I can contribute to the company's objectives. All right. So you see the succession, you were worried that you are not going to, you're going to perform poorly in the interview. And if you keep on worrying, worrying is a, like rocking chair. It doesn't take you anywhere and it robs you of performing well if you're worried too much, right? So by writing it down, first you got it out from your head on the paper. So emptied your mental garbage bin. Then you shifted it into a wish, which is the opposite. Instead of saying, I'm worried I'm going to do poorly. I'm worried I'm going to do poorly. You're saying, I wish I do really well. Okay? When you And then the third step was the advanced gratitude. When you say, okay, I am, I'm grateful in advance that I did wonderfully in this interview and I got the best job possible for me. So then it gives you the power. Now what worry was, worry was draining you, now you have power and energy. And then you decide one step, one single step. And many times people say, I can't do anything about it. Well, there's one simple step you can do towards achieving your goal. And in this example was to research about this company. And so you write it down that you're going to do. And uh, of course, if you have done research, if you are positive, if you're expecting, do you think that would increase the chance of this person being successful in this interview? If they follow this, they will be successful. Right, right. And work their worries into wishes right. and advanced gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. So if they continue to worry, the chances of successfully gaining that yeah. job would yeah. go down. And if they start shifting their worry this way, then their chances of in, uh, getting being successful would increase. And so in the last step that sometimes I tell people, let's say a lot of people worry in the middle of the night right? And they can't do any research even at that time. They can't take the step. So the best step they can do is put this uh, worry wish card that they wrote, put it in an envelope or a jar on the side. And the next best thing they can do is to go to sleep at that time. So they can get fresh in the morning and they can act on that step that they have decided. So on that note, whenever you start worrying, try to shift your worry to this worry wish technique and you'll be able to let go and you'll be able to do the best in whatever endeavor you are trying. And when you're making the goals, any time of the year, not just new year, any time of the year, think about these three powerful tools that may help you. Stay happy, healthy, have a wonderful, successful, peaceful, healthy 2021. Take care, thank you.